Welcome to the What is Stoicism podcast. The Roman senator Cato the Younger died in 46 BC, but during his lifetime and in the years since his death, he has widely been considered as a near-perfect living embodiment of Stoicism. He was known for his moral integrity, his tenacity in supporting just causes, and his immunity to bribes at a time when such corruption was commonplace. He was a respected military tribune who led from the front and shared in the hardship of his men. In his stubborn defence of the Roman Republic, he even preferred death over being ruled by Julius Caesar. The Stoic philosopher Seneca had huge admiration for Cato and advised his friend Lucilius to choose Cato as a role model and to use the Stoic as a ruler against which he could measure and straighten his own behaviour. We have some good insights into Cato's adherence to Stoicism from Plutarch's Parallel Lives, and I'd like to share a couple of them today as examples of how he demonstrated his character. We are told that from his very childhood, Cato displayed in speech, countenance, and in his childish sports, a nature that was inflexible, imperturbable, and altogether steadfast. He set out to accomplish his purposes with a vigour beyond his years, and while he was harsh and repellent to those who would flatter him, he was still more masterful towards those who tried to frighten him. It was altogether difficult to make him laugh, although once in a while he relaxed his features so far as to smile, and he was not quickly nor easily moved to anger, though once angered he was inexorable. While Cato was still a boy, the Italian allies of the Romans were making efforts to obtain Roman citizenship, One of their number, Pompeius Silo, a man of experience in war and of the highest position, was a friend of Drusus and lodged at his house for several days. During this time he became familiar with the children and said to them once, Come, beg your uncle to help us in our struggle for citizenship. Scipio, who was Cato's half-brother, accordingly consented with a smile, but Cato made no reply and gazed fixedly and fiercely upon the strangers. Then Pompeius said, But you, young man, what do you say to us? Can you not accept the strangers with your uncle, like your brother? And when Cato didn't say a word, but by his silence and the look on his face seemed to refuse the request, Pompeius lifted him up through a window, as if he would cast him out, and ordered him to consent, or he would throw him down, at the same time making the tone of his voice harsher, and frequently shaking the boy as he held his body out the window, But when Cato had endured this treatment for a long time without showing fright or fear, Pompeius put him down, saying quietly to his friends, What a piece of good fortune it is for Italy that he is a boy. For if he were a man, I do not think we could get a single vote among the people. As Cato grew older, he thought he ought to take a course directly opposed to the life and practices of the time, feeling that these were bad and in need of great change. For instance, when he saw that a purple which was excessively red and vivid, was much in vogue, he himself would wear dark shades. He would often go out into the streets after breakfast without shoes or tunic. He was not hunting for notoriety by this strange practice, but accustoming himself to be ashamed only of what was really shameful, and to ignore men's low opinion of other things. When an inheritance worth a hundred talents fell to him from his cousin, Cato turned it into money, and allowed any friend who needed it to have the use of it without interest. And some of his friends actually pledged to the public treasury both lands and slaves, which he offered for this purpose himself, and made good his offer.
Thanks for joining me for this episode of the What is Stoicism podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please consider taking a second to leave a rating and a review. It's a good way to let me know you're getting value from the content and it helps more people discover the show. I appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, I recommend checking out the Stoic Handbook podcast by John Brooks. It's one I've been a fan of myself for a while. It has great reviews. John publishes regular episodes that are always filled with practical wisdom, and it's available on all the usual podcast platforms. You can also find it on the web at stoichandbook.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening.